the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66.2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with Him and trust that He is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing, in Psalm 147.3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now. Welcome to Brokenness to Beauty. I am so excited. My name is Brittany Francis. I am the founder of Kensukuri Ministries International. Brokenness to Beauty is focused on helping women, helping men even, understand their their calling and their unique and individual call to what the Lord has called them to from the very beginning of time, what he has spoken over them from the very beginning of time. And so we bring on different ministries. We bring on individuals that have a different type of call upon their lives so that they can share about the testimony of what the Lord has done in and through them in order for that call to come to existence here on earth. So it's a heavenly call down to earth and we're lassoing heaven with us and bringing it down and we're answering all these different callings and I continuously purposely say the word call because all of us have a calling on our lives and I love the word call because the Lord has said I will call anybody that calls upon my name I will be there we are to call on him and he equally he comes down and he calls on us and calls us into an existence of what we are meant to do on earth. So right now I have Brenda George. She's becoming one of my very good friends, just a precious woman from the Lord. And she has an incredible testimony, but more importantly, she has an incredible call on her life. So Brenda, I just want to start with thank you for answering this This phone call that I had with you and you saying yes. And I would love to hear a little bit about Project Stop and then just jump in right after just for about five seconds and just explain what the Lord told me as I was praying for Stop a few weeks ago. So go for it. Well, good morning, Brittany, and good morning to everyone that's watching and those that's going to be listening. And my name is Brenda George. I'm the co-founder of organization called Stop. Stop is an acronym. It stands for Stop talk, overcome pain. And just for a brief minute, I want to give you a little bit of history. We live in the Brazoria area and I was on my way to a United Way board meeting and I was getting ready and the letter stop just kind of came up in my spirit. And I'm thinking, okay, God, maybe I need to slow down. Maybe you're telling me to stop, but it had a period and a period means an acronym and an acronym means an assignment. I literally told God, oh, oh, that's another assignment. I can't do it. I'm busy. 
take it down the street to another girl. I have my <laughs> plate full. And I told God, no, I cannot do this. And got ready, went to my meeting. And that following week in our local city, we had three suicide attempts. And one started off with a little seven-year-old little girl. And from there, uh, one on Wednesday. And then we had one that Friday. But it was a complete and I knew then stop had a purpose and I cried out to God and I repented and I said, God, what is stop? And just like that, stop, talk, overcome pain was birth when I decided to be obedient. Mm-hmm. When I took the assignment and said, God, I don't know where to go. He said, the least you do, the more I do literally. And God did that. And here we are. That was in 18. Now we're in 23. And from there, God took us from parks from parks, we went into Sweeney High School and from high schools. Now we've had an opportunity to go into four different states, and we have reached right at 100,000 students in four years, not counting the year of COVID. And so God had a divine purpose to step in schools and tell young adults from fifth grade up that you're not alone, that you are loved, that suicide is not the answer, that there's a plan for your life, that you are loved, you are cherished, and that today, if you would just be honest, and if you're having suicidal ideations, because we've been in campuses from Santa Fe High School to Phoenix, Arizona, to all over Texas, and we have seen children at campus after campus, Mm -hmm. after our assemblies, come down and hand or either commit or omit that they have suicide notes mm-hmm. in their hand or at home. And we've averaged 55 students per campus that have come in and talked to us after an assembly that says, I need help. And so STOP was birthed then, and now we have uh, an opportunity to do more than just the assemblies. We have some ancillary things that mm-hmm. we're able to do. We realized that the teachers needed help. So we have a youth and mental health national training program where we go in schools and we work directly with the staff, paraprofessionals, coach, and we teach youth and mental health. It's a mm-hmm. three-year certification, and to date we have certified close to 400 teachers. Another program we have has to do with high-risk youth and students throughout different campuses where we do one-on-one peer. Mm-hmm. We bring in professional basketball players, professional football players. We bring in recording artists, and we sit with high-risk kids, and we spend a year with them once a month, and we've seen transformation after transformation. One of the other programs we have is community stadium events where Mm -hmm. we do huge community events. We bring all the parents in, all the kids, all administration, and we train. Amen. And if you are a parent and you've lost your son, you've lost your daughter, or you've had a lost period, Junie's Peer Support Group is up and going now, and we've had a a wonderful response from parents throughout Brazoria County and other counties. Yes. And they come and they've lost their loved ones and they have an opportunity to go somewhere and talk to other people. Cause they would say, Miss Brenda, I don't have anyone else that understand my pain. Mm. I've lost my daughter. So Junie's peer support group. So Brittany, we started with a no, no God, I would not do this. And now we're looking this year to reach another 30 or 40,000 students. So, I was praying over stop because all the different ministries, her, her daughter, Barbara also has her own ministry that they pray in parking lots. So I was praying for both of these women and Barbara will be closing us in prayer later on the show. But one of the things that the Lord very much so put on my heart is that 
Pastor Brenda is a mother of teens. And when I heard that, I thought, okay, well, what does that mean? She is a mother of women of teens, fathers of teens, and then she is the grandmother of the teens. And so when I was looking, and the Lord shows me pictures, when I was looking at her, I saw this tree, this family tree line, and the Lord was at the very top. And so what I feel like I really need to say in this piece is when you get a call, when it starts with you wanting to say no, usually it's because the enemy knows that the call is going to kick his teeth in. Mm -hmm. If you answer that, it's going to kick his teeth in. And so I know, and I believe we had Jenny Donnelly last week Mm -hmm. and we were talking about how there is an assignment against our children. And I absolutely firmly believe that there is an assignment against our families and against our children. And if the enemy can beat and defeat us in that area, then there is no hope for the future. And that is not how the Lord has created it to be. And that is not what is going to be. And so these, these answers that you make the pick up the call from the Lord is vital, vital for not only you, but for the generations behind you that you don't even know that you're going to impact. So my question for you would be, as you touch all of these children, I would like to hear just one or two testimonies from what we've experienced. And there's been so many. I'll start with the very first one in Sweeney high school. And this Mm. has been, this was the very first in school assembly in 2019 and there was a young lady that actually entered into the auditorium. We had maybe about 2,000 students uh, in their auditorium, their high school. And there was a young lady that walked in, and she looked like she had been crying. So I asked her, I said, honey, are you okay? Just picked up automatically that something was wrong. And she said she was beautiful, tall, blonde, like a model, just gorgeous. And I said, are you okay? Because you could tell. And she said, I'm better now. And so we hosted the assembly. And that Monday, I got a call, and it was her family. And that day, she came to school to give away her rings, to give away her jewelry. She had shut her social media down. She had cleaned her room out. Her parents would let her lock her room, and they wouldn't go in there. So they didn't have a clue that her room was cleaned out. She came to school that day. The intent that night, the means was already there. Everything that that young lady needed was planned for Friday night. Mm. The assembly was Friday night. And her mom called me, and she was in tears, and she was like, thank you. Thank you for being courageous enough to go in schools and give our youth and my daughter a message of hope. And you told her that suicide was not the answer, that that she's loved. And there's counselors, and there's psychologists, and there's psychiatrists, and there's connections that we can connect families with to get the appropriate help for their kids so that you don't have to sit behind a casket one day. That's the most awesome. And this young lady's life turned around. She said, Mom, uh, stop came to my school. They gave me a little bracelet. I'm showing you the little purple bracelet. We've probably handed out hundreds Mm -hmm. of thousands of these now all over Texas. That bracelet gave her a text line, 988. And she said, I called the text line. And she said, well, back then it was a different number. It was a a 1-800 number. And that they talked to me and they gave me hope. And that little bracelet is a lifeline for any kid, for any student, for anyone. I have these bracelets that are going to be at your place of business. 
Yes. So if you want to stop by, give them the name of the... Schottenkirk Nissan is getting behind stop. Um, also, we're hosting a tent revival, and that is that is on our website. And Brenda is going to be the speaker there. Pastor Brenda is going to be speaking over these children. We're going to be in the Fort Bend County area, so we're going to be working with the Fort Bend schools over there. Um, as many that can come Please come because you don't know what your children are thinking. I have a 16 year old little girl. And what I can tell you is, is that she does suffer from mental illness. And there is something different about somebody that answers for a nonprofit that is covered with prayer. The Lord anoints that person that is over that ministry. There's an anointing. There is something that is different. And so whenever you have a fear over your children, you want not just to put them in a counselor, under a counselor, you want it to be a Christian counselor, a Christian, somebody that knows that there is a further call than just saving the life. You're not just saving somebody's life. You're not just impacting somebody's life for that moment. They know that there's a heavenly answer and a heavenly a heavenly calling on that child. I, I can only imagine that little girl who was going to take her life. You don't know the fruit. And it says that in the Bible. We don't know the fruit that's even going to come from those that later on in heaven walk up to us and say, oh, my gosh, you don't know me, but I know you. It was your prayers. It was what you did. And so I feel very if you have any influence inside your schools, please contact Pastor Brenda, please, because what you are doing, putting her in your school, she's not going to, if, if it is not allowed, she cannot go and speak scripture. It doesn't matter. She's got an anointing on her life. And for most of you listeners who are Christians, you know that if there's an anointing on your life, all you need to do is walk in the room and the light shines brightly for Jesus, as long as your heart is postured in that, in that way. And so if you have influence in any school, whether it be a Christian school or a non-Christian school, please understand there is an assignment against our children. If the enemy can put doubts in our children's minds about their future, about who they are, about their identity in Christ, if the enemy can make them feel unloved, unwanted, undesired, then this is the way and this is where they are going to in their minds and in their lives. Didn't you have a statistic of how many children or, or who thinks about this? So in in Missouri County at the time, we were ranked mm-hmm. number one in the state of Texas. We're no longer number one. I think the last time we checked, we're number three. Mm-hmm. So the number of youth, the number of students that actually attempt is for this age group, 10 to 24. This is something that is so mind-boggling because my children are raised in a Christian home where I wouldn't think, you know, I pray over my kids. Every day I pray for our children. We do our best to have family worship in the morning. Mm -hmm. Surely my children are not going to be attacked. I have that personality that I can dig my head in the sand and pretend like there is nothing wrong and it makes me feel great. That is is not what the Lord calls us to do. He calls us to be wise. He calls us to look for things, search for things. Feel things and pray over our children and he, the Lord will show us and reveal to us what's going on in the darkness, right? But we never know what our children are completely thinking. This is vital because you don't know sometimes where the enemy is attacking and sometimes what he's whispering to your children. 
So the stats are, as of 2020, 45,979 Americans died by suicide, making it the 12th leading cause of death. For youth age 10 to 19, it's the third leading cause of death. For young adults, 20 to 34, it's the second leading cause of death. 10% of adult Americans have had thoughts about suicide ideations. 1.2 million have actually attempted suicide. Men died by suicide 3.9 times more often than females. A female will say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. A young girl, a teenage girl, social social media pressure has one of the main Number one, peer pressure points that has caused young ladies to commit suicide. You're fat. You have a pimple. You have on the wrong color dress. Your boyfriend is now my boyfriend. And the only hope they have is if if they can get his attention and they attempt suicide, which they think is a short goal, which is a permanent goal, that he'll come back to him. 55% of firearm deaths are by suicide. They use firearms. 53% of all suicides were by firearms. In 2019, the rate was 1.5 times higher for veterans than non-veterans. It has impacted our veterans. It has impacted our LBGTQ community. Those students are more likely to commit suicide than any other. In Texas, this is 2020, number of deaths by suicide in our state, 3,924, which gives us a rate of 133 for every 100,000, we are ranked number four. The state of Texas is ranked number 36 with suicide deaths in our state. So you have to hear these numbers. And what we have to do is we have to be honest with ourselves and stop saying, not me. This would never happen. My children would never think this. The Mm -hmm. enemy cannot touch us. You are right. Prayer is number one, but number two, awareness in the Lord and in the spirit realm and awareness that there were people, there have been people that have been called on this earth to impact certain areas. And in this area, I strongly believe, I strongly know what the Lord had shown me is that stop is the one that the Lord wants to take and he wants to take it as a global measure to protect as a blanket over our teenagers and over those thoughts. So you have to think all of our, all of our youth, right? You and our youth, you get into the LGBTQ community. You get into all of these different communities of ensuring the enemy ensures that they know that they are less than you are less than you are unwanted. You are not needed. You are a disappointment. We do not know We do not know what they are thinking. I cannot say that enough because I have a 16-year-old little girl who has told me that she wanted to take her life because she felt less than. This is vital for us to understand that the enemy is right now targeting our children. And so the other piece is mothers, listen, you have been entrusted You have been entrusted with your children. Have an awareness. Look through their phones. Look at the text messages. Do not do what I've done before and put your head in the sand. No, you need to have an awareness. It says 
wise as serpents, harmless as doves, but wise as serpents. And so that is something that we are called to do. And if we are wise, then we can discern spirits that are attacking our children. Yes. And this is a demonic spirit. This is a demonic spirit that is attacking our children in a level that none of us understand because we cannot think like that. It is the devil's. He wants to destroy the family unit. Know the signs. If yes. You go to www.stopglobal.org. At our website, as a parent, there's going to be information. As you look at the links, go find out what the risk factors are. Go find out what the signs are. Educate yourself. If that child is already exhibiting signs, then you need to make a decision yes. right now to get on top of it and turn it around before it's too late. Look at if it's a family history. Find out if they're not eating. Find out if they've broken mm. away and they're severely depressed and, and you can't even get them to do their work or clean their rooms or even clean their bodies. There's always a sign before a suicide. Well, I'm not going to say always, but there's a high percentage yeah, there that is. there's a sign. If you just wake up, pay attention, you know, communicate with your children and look for the signs. If you don't do anything else from this call, I want parents to go to the stopglobal.org yes. and educate yourself so you can save your child's life. Yes. That's important. And you'll see other programs we have to offer there. We are a 501c3. Yes. I was just going to say they are a 501c3. You want to donate to them, please do. Our heart at Kinsakori is to wrap our arms around all these ministries and gather us together as a capital C church because we know who owns it all. The Lord owns it all. So please, if the Lord moves on your heart, Please donate because everything that this woman does is for the kingdom. She is protecting our children in a different way. And the other piece that I want to talk about real quickly is I've got Barbara, her beautiful daughter in the studio. We met at a tent revival. And I know that Pastor Brenda was just saying we need to be praying for our children. And that is vital. She is a prayer warrior. This woman is a prayer warrior. So she believes that she knows that there's still miracles. She knows that the Lord still moves in an incredible way. And so she does parking lot prayers. And we just have a few more minutes. But if you could just take a minute to just explain parking lot prayers and tell them where they can go to get involved. And we're going to have her on a show in a few more weeks to talk completely about the workmanship that the Lord does through prayers. Oh, I love it. So parking lot prayers. Uh, began April of this year. I started it to encourage and equip believers to pray for others outside of the church because we live in a world today that people don't feel comfortable coming inside of the church. That's right. So it teaches people how to pray effective prayers. It doesn't have to be a long prayer to be effective. I made it short, simple, and effective, and I've also prayed these prayers, and I've seen God work over and over again every day. Amen. Um, Amen. And you don't have to be ordained to pray for somebody. You have to have a pure heart, a holy heart, a clean heart, and God will show up every time. He does. You, he wants a relationship with you. Amen. And the piece about this is that it goes together. We learn how to pray effectively. Our children are covered. It is vital that we learn how to pray effective prayers. We don't have to have the religious prayers, these prayers that go on for days. The Lord just wants to hear our heart. It says that he searches our motives in our innermost being. He knows our motives for the prayer. So if you're trying to pray these religious prayers to impress people, stop it. 
because the Lord is going to spew those out. He wants to know that it is from your heart that you want to please him, that you know that he will move on our behalf because he loves us. He loves our children. So Pastor Brenda, this shows right here, her as a praying mother, what came of that? Because she was faithful and she prayed and she taught her daughter how to pray. And now she's doing parking lot prayers. So I've, I've watched her team. Man, I wish they lived closer. I watched their team and they go out and they pray. And so at the tent revival, we are going to be having them as speakers as well because it is vital that we get out to these businesses. It is vital that we get out and we pray and we show people that the damage that may have been done inside the walls of the church That is not the church. That is a building. And we serve a big God and he is everywhere. And so we need to answer these two calls. If you have any questions, please let me know. And I will send them directly over to both of these ladies. uh, Kinsakori Ministries. Dot com K I N T S U K U R O I Ministries dot com and i am so excited for next week we will have chris finney back and so please be praying over your family and please take this message to heart god bless we'll see you next week you've been listening to brokenness to beauty with Brittany francis join us every thursday evening at 5 30 p.m to hear this program again go to kkht.com and click on the podcast for more information visit kintsukoriministries.com k-i-n-t-s-u-k-u-r-o-i Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.